Welcome to another episode of The Corporate Entrepreneur. Today, we're going to discuss how do you tap into your employees, your corporate wisdom to create a return to normal strategy. Everybody that we're working with is discussing how do you get back to normal? What do you do when you get back to normal? Whether it be a small business, a corporation is not that different. They're, they're working with their managers. They're working with the executive team to figure out how to get back to normal. What we're not doing is we're not tapping into the wisdom that's amongst all the employees. This is a perfect example as a corporate entrepreneurial leader where you stand up and say, wait a second, we as a management team do not know everything. Our employees know a lot. They know and they have input into what will help us return to normal. Many of them know our customers better. They know our vendors better. They know our prospects better. And most times they know our process is better. So what are we in management doing, creating a return to normal strategy without tapping into the corporate wisdom? So before we get into the meat of the podcast, let's describe wisdom. Wisdom is a mysterious concept and it sits on top of the smart platform, systemic, measurable, alignable, relatable, and tailorable platform of data and information that evolves when integrated with the experience and thought of the employees into understanding of a solution. Let's see what we're saying here. The function of understanding now is described as to understand or deduce one matter out of another. For example, that which was previously concentrated in the obscure, intuitive flash of wisdom is now revealed and understood. Wow. So here we are during unprecedented times. There are a stream of great ideas. Your employees, your line employees, your managers, your temporary employees, your contractors, they know best practices. They know as long as you establish the metrics of what's going to happen when we return, which we talk about in the other podcast of this month on the strategies, then you will know what you anticipate the metrics to be. You also know you need to have an A, B, and C plan. We in management will not be able to decide and come up with all of these great ideas. Let's tap into the corporate wisdom of our employees. Once we take that wisdom and we integrate it with understanding, so we understand now it's revealed what the solution could be, we integrate it with knowledge. So let me tell you about the knowledge part. When corporate wisdom and understanding are transformed, and it is a transformation, it's a change, it's an idea to a totally understanding of the idea, the problem, into knowledge by incorporating the human qualitative experience, a return to normal strategy emerges. Wow. What we're saying is when you take the data, you take your metrics, you take your spark, your ideas from a variety of sources, you mix it together when you put it with the qualitative, can't document a lot of this experience that your employees have. When you mix it with the qualitative human experience, you can develop and you'll see take shape a return to normal strategy that emerges as something every employee can buy into, every vendor. Your customers will feel it. Your prospects will know it. It's an amazing feeling when this happens. After the solution is fully understood, 
with all its details and ramifications, which comes from your employees, which comes from asking about how would any one of these three options. Don't worry about getting them to say, oh, I know what's going on, or oh my God, oh my God. They're not going to panic. They want to help you be successful. Look at what's happening with employees and people jumping in and volunteering and doing things. They want to help. So after the solution's fully understood with all of its details and ramifications, the team or the leader must then immerse themselves in it, binding and unifying with it to the extent that they not only understand it, but they're also willing to take responsibility and be accountable. This is the key. This is the entrepreneurial principle at work that we discuss in our podcasts and in our blog posts. The entrepreneurial principle of being accountable and responsible and being wakeful and being aware of everything that's going on and empowered to be able to do it. But not just empowered, but feeling mighty because they're immersed in this solution. So you develop these solutions, these options with your teams. But out of that development, you need to get actionable tasks like everything else. Now, there's a bunch of tools that we talk about, and they're at the bottom of the podcast at the entrepreneurialway.net. You can go and you can look at the podcast for creating a return to normal strategy, but I'm going to go over a few of them. The strategy is then developed into actual tasks that enable your implementation of return to normal strategy. Now, this is where you use the smart platform wrapped in a mutual benefit culture to develop the plan and the tasks needed to make it happen. So you're making sure it's systemic, it's measurable, it's alignable, it's relatable, it's tailorable. You're understanding what your plan is, how it affects the whole organization, including your vendors, customers, and prospects, so that you understand the interconnectedness of everything that's going on with these tasks. So you don't just make a task and expect everybody to do it and not worry about how it affects the rest of the system. The smart platform includes three idea attributes, which we just discussed, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. That's the creative idea attributes. While the five implementation attributes, systemic, measurable, alignable, relatable, and tailorable, turn your plans into a reality. That's why this platform is so powerful. Now, you want to include your people. That's where the mutual benefit culture comes in. We just spoke about that in another podcast of this month where we talk about making sure your people are included because they're the ones who have the wisdom. They're the ones who have the knowledge about all this. When you include your people, it's time to tap into everybody you can think of. Get input to develop a return to normal strategy. Now, while most companies are laying off people, they forget to capture the knowledge and wisdom that is in every level of employee. So you're on furlough. Okay, we're going to do this. But you can still, since they're working for the company, include them on developing these plans that are going to help them get back to work early. You will see some amazing creativity. You'll see some amazing sacrifice be willing to be made. You'll see some amazing people, corporate entrepreneurs at every level, not just managers, leaders, whether they're on the line or not. You're going to be amazed and you're going to say, wow, I have a new understanding of the quality of my people. Now, your employees understand what part of the existing processes they need to cut and what need to be expanded when you return. Let them recommend the cut. They'll know it. Believe me, they will recommend as long as they get back to work. Don't underestimate your employees. It's become apparent most of these line workers are more dedicated than most management people think, is a quote 
Give your employees a chance to share their corporate wisdom and watch your return to work plan develop. Watch your people flourish. Watch your company flourish. Now I'm going to go over eight different tools that you can utilize to make this happen. The first tool is mind mapping. Now we're going to do a webinar on mind mapping in May. And you can log on to the events page and you can find out when that's going to be. I think it's around the 20-something. Mind mapping is a creative approach that allows you to brainstorm. Well, you're probably asking, if we're not in the office, how are we going to brainstorm? We're going to detail one of many online mind mapping software products, but we're not going to talk about the product. We're going to talk about the concept and how to mind map in a virtual environment. It's very powerful. Matter of fact, when you normally mind map, you can only have so many people. But when you have mind mapping virtually, you can truly include more people. Then we also have a SWOT analysis. The SWOT analysis, if you don't use a SWOT analysis, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, then what you're doing is people normally look at their strengths and opportunities. They don't want to look at their weaknesses and threats because they don't want to be negative. They don't want to say, oh my God, this is something that I don't want to talk about. I want to get people negative. Well, positive thinking only goes so far. And our current political situation, without being political, there are times when you could be positive, but it's not always a best approach. Sometimes a realistic approach with a positive spin is the best way to go. So your SWOT analysis will identify your weaknesses and threats that you're going to face. And that you put through your risk analysis process, or you just Start asking yourself when you look at everything, what is the risk reward of each one of these processes that we're looking to do or change? Then there's gathering all the information, the Delphi survey. You've heard me talk about it if you listen to my other podcasts. The Delphi method of surveying is something where you go out and you get a team of people who can act as the funnel, and then you reach out to everybody, and the questions if designed properly will come back, and this team will put it together in other ways that they can see you categorize the responses, then you go back out to everybody, and then you bring it back in until you fine-tune it until you have enough of a filter to it gives you a strategy or an answer to what you're looking to do. Let's also address conflict resolution. If you don't have a conflict resolution process at this time, it's not too late, but it's awful tough because you're going to have conflict. How about the people that come back to work? The ones that come back to work because they feel that they have an antibody or they had coronavirus and the ones that don't. Well, the ones that do come back, you're going to have conflict between them, your management team if they haven't come back, and the other employees. If the management team has come back, are they going to have conflict between employees? How come I'm in? How come they're not? You're asking me that. Think you need to have a conflict resolution process. If not in place already, you need to modify it, put one in place now so that as you return to normal, because it is going to be a process, you're going to be able to resolve these conflicts effectively and efficiently. Then, of course, corporate wisdom, which we're talking about today. This is a topic that we're going to be doing a lot of podcasts on. On this one, it's using corporate wisdom to have a return procedure and policy and a strategy of return to normal. So we're going to keep on looking at corporate wisdom and how it affects other processes and the systems that we need to look at. And then are you using thought leadership pods? Are you reaching out to people and you're saying, hey, here's an issue. Let's come up with a solution. Are you including all levels though? Your thought leadership pods have got to include all levels and they got to have honest input. And if it's not facilitated properly, if you try to facilitate yourself from inside your company, it's going to be an issue. 
So you need to have the right facilitator. Of course, the right facilitator, you can contact the Entrepreneur Way Consulting Group and we can help you with that. We can facilitate those. We do it all the time. Time management. Well, as we see recently with people staying home, time management has become even more of an issue. If you listen to the previous podcast we did last month on going from workplace rationalization to work at home realization, you'll understand that the time management at work is much less productivity than we think. We usually say as long as they're hitting the metrics. But the problem is the employees feel like they're putting in more. The management asks them to do more with less. So if we don't start looking and incorporate the positive change management that we've had now, which is less talk around the water cooler, less discussions about what happened last night on TV, yet at the same time we have enhanced collaboration and more work being done, then we're making a mistake. As corporate entrepreneur leaders, you'll look at the time management. You'll eliminate your own personal biases and say, wow, how can I incorporate this? Maybe if we could do more with less, can I send people home early? Can I allow them to take time off during the day to pick up their kids and then do some more work at home? Is there a way to manage the time that I'm learning from what we're doing now? And then, of course, last but not least, are you utilizing a smart platform for your big and small decisions, are you transforming that platform into a filter? And then are you wrapping it in a mutual benefit culture that understands interconnectedness of everything that's going on? And to close, the Entrepreneur Way Consulting Group, we can help. So you can contact Sue, sue at entrepreneurway.net. You can reach us also by phone at 561-275-9690. Thanks, and as we always close, I like to finish with, remember, corporate entrepreneurs fear nothing, appreciate everything, and know that what we need, we already have. Thanks, and have a great day.